Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. This week it's not James and Jake, as always, and it won't be really... It will be, don't get me wrong, it will be. He's, he's, he's not dead, contrary to popular <laughs> belief. Um, but he is uh, he is unavailable this week, but we do have Mr. Worko back with us, who is our... Uh, is our usually once a month guy, but I think you'll be seeing him a lot over the next couple of months because there's a lot going on. How are you, Jack? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I can I can I just address this whole punk chef forty ones passed away. Where has that come from? Why are silly, people saying a silly this? Silly little child. I just and an, I, an equally silly like older gentleman on the internet whose accounts have been very traceable <laughs> uh, to to their. I think. Unaware that we, it is very traceable. <laughs> I just, I don't, what, what possesses people to do these really obscure, weird things like this? I, I don't, I don't understand that. Anyway, but yes, to answer your original question, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Although there has been an interesting little life story recently that's happened to me that I'm going to shock you with as well when you ask me how my week's been, but we're not on that bit yet. We're just still asking how I'm doing, but I'm doing okay. Thank you, my friend. You're doing well. Very good. Very good. How about you? How about you? I'm good this week. I know, right? I'm usually like busy, busy, busy. I've literally just done a weekend of really, really hard work um, and a whole week of really, really hard work. And it's coming towards the point where I'm in the middle of the hard work slog, but I feel like I'm making good progress and that feels good. Good. And Christmas is on the horizon and I'm very, I'm just sort of like going, we even, we've even got a schedule for the podcast all the way up until New Year now. That feels good because that's we do. not always actually, we do. Uh, it's not always a given that, but that is, uh, that is in there. Let's just get through the housekeeping. So yes. there are all the socials. I will say we have uh, brought Jack into the fold on pretty much, he is our match day guy on Twitter now so you will be seeing a lot more on Twitter so make sure if you want match day updates most of them I can't guarantee you will do them all because he might not be available but he's going to do a lot of them Um, Jack will be around on the Talking Wednesday Twitter on match day so at Talking Wed it's in the description on YouTube go and follow that Twitter it will be more of a, a place represented by at least one of us I do occasionally tweet on there but it's quite a barren wasteland that Twitter so Jack's going to go in and and tweet a lot on it basically yes and, yes. and i will occasionally put the the good meme on there <laughs> i still think my favorite one was the goose uh the seagull with aaron ramsdale oh when, yeah uh, mm-hmm. with the whoops thing that was you know whenever it when there was a thing about him doing badly i can't remember what it was but i remember yeah, he basically said whoops yeah. and then i waited for a moment where he'd made a massive error and i did the seagull the- screaming whoops thing and i I enjoyed that one. That's one of my favourite memes. But there you go. Old man boomer. Yeah, Jack, if you want to say anything about the Twitter, feel free. Uh, I mean, well, my favourite was the Will Volks photo that I (laughs) took a screenshot of and then, like, stretched out to look really bad and really pixelated, but that just made it even funnier. And then just captioned it, when it goes in, or when it went in. And he was going... And it, I, yes, I was, it got a few likes, you know, and that's what we like to see. So, uh, sorry, sorry if you're watching this on a TV. Yes, absolutely. A, <laughs> I did Jack's a, uh, I, I did that's a gurney face for the for the audio getting, listeners. That is definitely that is getting screenshotted. <laughs> oh, You've done no. that to yourself. This is the thing. This is the thing. Like, it's great about work because I can tell you're in the very early stages of internet and cameras and doing this to yourself. Yes. So. 
Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. At least you don't do what I know somebody did when they started and they just used to shoot in front of a green screen. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's a dreadful the idea. Name, the name wasn't Puncture 41 by any chance, was it? No, was, it wasn't. No, okay. If it wasn't a rowing machine back in the day, Puncture oh, 41 a rowing machine. didn't care. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> those socials are, av- are available. Um, and the Discord is also available to members now. Uh, I possibly might do a, I might feel festive one week. And, and open it up for one week so you can jump in over Christmas. So make sure you're keeping your eyes on the community tab and the socials. And we'll, I probably wouldn't put it on Twitter. So make sure you subscribe to the Dexterity Box channel and look in that community tab because I'm probably not going to put the Discord join code on Twitter. But um, why yeah, it, why ever not, Dex? What, what, what would be the big, chaotic, problematic issue with that exactly? Oh. Just, do you know also... And I know some of our community do this, so I'm not slagging you off, guys, because you're probably younger and it's probably just, oh, I quite like having it. The Twitter blue tick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, I see... The thing is, though, mate, this is what... I see people like... It's like if I did it to try and be verified, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, sure you'd, got, I'm sure in several echo chambers you would be rather rinsed for doing that. Yeah, exactly. You know? But it's, it's people like with... I've got, what, 4K subs on YouTube, like 300, 400 followers on Twitter, not much at all. And it's like, I've seen people with small accounts get verified, but it's the small, it's the small creators trying to like, act like they're verified with the Twitter blue. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it just looks so bad. Because I, when I see a tick now, what's the first thing you do? Do you do the same thing as me? Do you click the tick and see if it's subscribed yes, to Twitter Blue? Yes, I do, actually. Or it's a, yeah. I mean, you see, we're laughing about this now, but I was thinking of doing a similar thing. Just, just, oh, for God's just, for sake. The, just because it would be so funny to just see all the abuse rolling. It would be so funny. Have I done well in giving you keys to the social yes. media? Yes, of course you podcast? have. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. Right. Yes, you can join that Discord with membership available, uh, options available uh, below the video if you're watching this as a video podcast. And leave us some nice reviews. They're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser. Most places have got reviews now. Just just leave us a five-star review and it helps us get up those audio rankings. I will say, though, our audio numbers have never dipped. Video numbers ebb and flow but I look at the audio and it's always been the consistent audio listeners I've got your back audio listeners yeah exactly I, I see you even though I hardly ever hear from you I hear from some of you on email email I, I, wow yeah people still use that oh my word yeah I know right wow yeah, I know <laughs> I use it all the time I don't know why hmm. I'm saying yeah I know right it's, it's so <laughs> handy it's I, I should go, be using it but I just don't yeah. I forget to check most of the time yeah, and you forget to check Discord. To be honest, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just, ter- I just forget to check everything. It's great. It's wonderful. That reminds me, I probably should actually get your number so I could be like, Jack, yes. where have you gone? <laughs> so you can actually. Are get you it, still right? okay? Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Just because sometimes you just don't log into Discord. And oh like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, but more importantly than any of that, how has your week been, James? Oh, you took my line. Sorry. It's- I say uh, I kind of ties into how I've been. It's the yeah. it's the busy it's the uh, the business is over and it's 
it's kind of well, it's not over, but it's it's in full swing, and I'm I'm happy. I'm good. I'm actually quite content at the minute. Oh, I'll say in midweek, I've got a few meetings midweek, which might make me want to pull my hair out, depending on how they go. But other than that, yeah. How about how's your week been, mate? Well, 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 well. It's been quite eventful, you see. MTV watchers from back in the day, you will thoroughly enjoy this little brief explanation of how my week has been because it's very it's very petty high school. Superficial drama, if you will. So I've been seeing somebody for the last month or so, and uh, it's it was it was seemingly going all right. You know, it was it was kind of difficult because she lived 150 miles away down uh, down in Suffolk. So it was a lot of online video calling, all that jazz. Um, and suddenly, I I just get a text on Friday evening, and it's oh, my ex boyfriend has just texted me after not talking to me for like two years now and says, I want to get back together. And she was feeling extremely conflicted by this. So I said, no, no, it's fine. Whatever. You know, it just, it's just a little, a little test, if you will. And, uh, we just carried on as normal. And then suddenly a couple of days later, it's, I just, I can't, I can't do this anymore, Jack. I can't do this anymore because of, because I'm still talking to him and I'm still getting to know him and I just still feel really conflicted and I, I just, I can't do this anymore, Jack. I'm sorry. So goodbye. And that was that. I know it's easier so that's said happened. than done, mate. And, uh, easier said than done. But from what you've just told me there, maybe it's because I'm not even that much older than you, right? Did yeah. You, how old are you? 23. Okay, I got I got a few years on you, yeah. but not many. Right, so it's like, I would look at that and go, all right, see you later, I'm, yeah. I can't not be bothered oh, with this. No, I, I did. I mean, I was sad privately, but to her, I said, fine, whatever, goodbye. It's You know when you're like uh, late teens? Yes. And the ex-boyfriend thing comes up. Yes. And it's like, well, you're still clearly not, you kind of like think, oh, well, maybe I can, maybe I can sort of like, win him over and be Ugh. a better version. And you know when you Ugh. start really actually respecting yourself, going, mm. nah, you're all right. Go to it. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, you are, if you are thinking of that, I can do better. So, see in a bit. Oh, I know I'm, ch- I know I'm husband material. I know, I know I've got so many things going for me, so I know I can do way better than that. Do not worry. But I just thought it's just really funny. You have just said that on a podcast. Oh, it's yes. A, yeah, I know. You have just... I know. I know this. So, ladies, if you're in your early 20s. Oh, my God. I'm... You're not using. No, Jack, you are not using I'm the podcast. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. But this is but not yes. becoming that, that part no, of the internet. There's of enough course on not. YouTube shorts. Oh, right? I know. I know. But. Dark hole. It's a, it's a dark hole. Mm. I, yeah, mm. yeah, I was glossing mm. over that one. I mean, you were talking before we started recording about Virgin Media laying the pipe earlier. So yes. that's, it's just continu- it's just flowing, isn't it? It's just continuing on this little rabbit warren of innuendos. And, I, think, uh, I think we might need, I think like audience, when you start listening to this, if you do listen to it and there's children in the background, if you ever hear it's just me and Jack on, Run. Run. Maybe listen to it yes. later. Put headphones this in. seems to always yes. happen. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you obviously were our match day tweeter. I was. So, so for this podcast, you can assume Jake's role of match reviewer. So talk us through Sheffield Wednesday versus Derby County, please, Jack. Well, I would say 
the initial comments I would say is it was a very evenly matched game. I don't think either side offered any more than the other during the game. And I'm actually quite surprised that Derby are in the playoff positions with how they were playing because they seem to definitely be building their momentum now and, and finding their feet compared to, you know, the very beginning of the season. So I think they're almost going to be a late runner, a little, a little bit of a dark horse in the later stages of the season, potentially. But, um, as I sort of said in the Twitter match day review, if you, if any of you listeners out there were watching the Twitter at the time, it was a bit of a dull affair. It was, it was end to end, but it wasn't edge of your seat end to end. It was more a damp squib end to end in the sense of just being scrappy and not particular. It was just, it was pass interception after pass interception all the time. And there was so much of that going on in the center of midfield. And then, suddenly Derby would have an attacking move and we'd, you know, by the skin of our teeth, clear it away. And then our attacking move would just not be able to find the back of the net because Paul Warner's shored up their defence that much that they've got, you know, seven men behind the ball by the time Wednesday have got it, the front three of Wednesday have got it into their box even. So it's it was a very, very difficult match to kind of be quite excited about, I would say, viewing it. Um and just, just, just a bit of a, a dull affair, really. I, I really was a bit disappointed with how little we were pressing and counter-pressing when we lost the ball and that sort of thing. It was almost a lot of ball-watching a lot of the time. Almost as if and we I, were happy uh, to play for a point. Exactly. And I, I, <laughs> I know it's a controversial opinion because a lot of people have said all over Twitter and everything, oh, I, I would have been happy with that point at the end of the game and stuff if, you know, before the game had happened, but... I was more on, along the lines of, look, we need to be ruthless here. Like, we saw how tight it was last year, and it's definitely going to be tight again this year, so we need to be ruthless and say, look, we need three points, because then we're top of the league, and then we can pick up from there. We needed the three points, in my, in yeah. my opinion, but, you know, it's... It's the first time Plymouth had sort of thrown us a bone. You know, exactly. They'd, they'd lost at home to Port Vale, and it's like, Wednesday, you win this, you it's, go top. Exactly. I've got the side the the side of it that goes probably because of the the history with Derby County mm-hmm. our record at Pride Park as well and just it's probably a point you take even though we do need to have that ruthless edge to us because we would be joint on points with Plymouth right now and we would be sitting at top of the league on goal difference exactly we'd be a whole we'd be a whole 10 points glued into you know the the top three then as well and it's hmm do you know what's really ironic that i learned the other day thanks to jake is that darren moore current wednesday manager was actually playing for derby county in that game that we last won at pride park like how mental would that have been if we'd have won at that game where he you know ah i wasn't sorry i I wasn't concerned about no it's all right don't need to apologize um it was I, I will say the only reason I ask, uh, we talk about not cutting people off is because my brain is a sieve on recorded nights, so I usually forget what I was about to say. Nice. Um, I'm not throwing my toys out the pram. I, I find that if we're going to get this upset about a draw, it kind of shows how good we are. 100%. But, Absolutely. Know, um, here's what I want to talk about, though. This is kind of going to be the main topic probably before we go into the League One review, before we go into anything. 
we're seeing this a little bit more and more. Does Sheffield Wednesday struggle when the pressure is on? Because we see it as a case of when there's an opportunity and, you know, the... What's the what's the saying? When the I'm trying to not make this innuendoy, but when mm-hmm. when <laughs> when a moment is available for Wednesday to yes. pounce, shall we say? Oh, pounce, James! Wow, stop it! <laughs> available to pounce on an opportunity, Wednesday don't seem to take it. Case in point, top of the league was available if we beat Derby County, and it seemed like we were happy to go for the point in the end. You look at bigger picture, you say maybe that was okay. But do you think there's that there's that lack of edge when we really just need to turn it on and turn up? Yes and no, because we have had other occasions, even this season earlier on, where that's sort of been the case, where we've needed to get the win and we've got the win and it's not been talked about again. But I think that's true. This, might be, this might also be a load of waffle, and please tell me if it is, but... The psychological point of there was a lot of those players in that squad who also played at Pride Park when we got relegated. Now, whether or not that was bringing some memories back up and and some feelings of of pressure because, you know, we got relegated at Pride Park last uh, a couple of seasons ago. And that's why they were sitting back a bit too much and and allowing them to play rather than really going at it and, and really showing a bit of aggression um it's 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 just a strange it's a cycle it's definitely a psychological thing it's not it's not a question of ability i wouldn't say that we're the same mentally fragile side we were maybe under gary monk and tony pulis but i do think that there's like a fear factor that may creep in on certain occasions against certain teams you know but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a, a systemic issue anymore. It's just a once in a blue moon sort of issue, maybe now. I'm letting you go before I tell you if it's waffle or not. Okay. Because I'm just, one thing I picked up on there was the fact you said that a lot of those players played. Well, I they, they released, yes, they did release. This is, this is the yes, part I want to say this is, here. This is, yeah, okay. Tell me why I'm wrong, James. Tell this me why is I'm where wrong. I'm picking it apart. <laughs> yes, as fans, we're going to have that. Mm-hmm. I will say only four of the players that started for us still have a contract with Sheffield Wednesday. Do you want to know what that lineup was on that day? Okay, when go we got on. relegated. Go on. Go on. Westwood was in net. Mm-hmm. There was a back three of Hutchinson. Well, it was, I think it was playing a back five, but back three of Hutchinson, Dunkley, and Borner. All gone. Palmer was there. Mm-hmm. We had Reach at the other side. And then it was Bannon and Pelopessi in the middle. Patterson and Windass behind Rhodes. So. Patterson, Palmer, Bannon, Windass are the other ones remaining. Allow me to rephrase what I said (laughs) in that the senior, the utmost senior players now in the squad were present in that squad. And so because they are the senior players, so to speak, quote unquote, that might have crept in a little bit to the rest of the squad. 
you know what is I'm trying to get at, I guess. Is your captain? No, but yeah. I, I would I say, to, to counter my own point... I had to pull points, you up yeah. on that purely because of, of the situation. But of course. On. I would counter my own point and say that Liam Palmer was probably a standout player in that game, actually, but he always is because he's just Mr. Dependable, isn't he? I... This is going to be a bold statement as well. Liam Palmer, I would put in the same class as Bannon, but I just don't think that he gets all of the plaudits that he should be getting. Because I sin- sincerely think that he sh- probably would be in a top championship side. But in his what loyalty regard? To- are you talking about in terms of his actual skill level? Yes. Or are you to- yeah? A bit- skill level, work rate, work rate over anything, because... The man, the, the guy works his socks off, doesn't he? Week in, week out. I mean, there is a reason that in their promotion season, I thought, you know, well, Steve Cooper was looking at bringing Liam Palmer in, if you remember, last season. There is, to be honest, we, there you is, take, we, you know, Wednesday fans do take him for granted because it's never do. been a question, you know. Um, and I... I specifically think that season we got relegated, he was he was fantastic. He was, and then he and then he's carried it on in League mm. One. I think this past three years we've seen he's been better than he ever has been. Um, and yes, I would argue now that he would be possibly a mid-table, but a, pu- a pushing Championship side. He could definitely give it a good go. So I do see that. But Barry Bannon exactly is exactly the same in terms of he could be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and there will be that from those players. There will have been that there. The interesting thing, obviously, is a couple of our players in that match were playing for Derby. So Mendes Lang did come on. We thought me and Jake oh, were talking course, last yeah. week about him not actually coming on. You know. So uh, how did you think Mendes Lang did when he came on? He seemed to. He definitely was playing with a little bit more. He almost seemed to have this fire in his belly a little bit because, as we remember. He he posted that he or he reposted. Uh, it was a Manchester. I think it was Paul Pogba who was who went out and blasted Man United for not offering what he thought they should if they wanted him this much. And he then obviously reposted that, put it on his Instagram story, and said, "I know exactly how you feel, mate." And that, of course, would have landed him with in in very hot water with with Mister Chancery and more importantly Darren Moore. And um, I. Oh, in a way, I'm sort of glad that he's not at the club. If that's his sort of attitude, I guess. Completely. But, well, a player that I, I that also we need to talk about lining up mm, for Derby is Joe Wildsmith, and I think he's. I'm actually quite glad to see he's getting on all right there. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I I wish I wished him well there, but obviously he managed to keep a clean sheet against us. He did, which is uh, and he played very well. He did play very well, like Wednesday or not. Yeah. I I think well I'll start it off as saying some of my closest friends uh, where I live are Dar- Derby County fans and they're constantly week in week out saying why the hell did you let him go why because he's phenomenal he's going to be a top class keeper and we we thing is we've we've seen great things from both Dawson mm, and Wildsmith it's, the absolutely. problem was was just the consistency and that's absolutely. what the the thing that's been over and over and over again you know so. And from but what it, these people that, you know, these Derby fans are saying to me all the time is that he's now actually finding a bit of consistency. He just needs to deal with crosses better and that's it. And um, That's I, a big thing when you're that a is, Well, mm, mm. he's sometimes so a bit too daring. But yeah, let's talk sorry. about the stats yeah. of the game. No, you don't need to, you, don't, you do not need to apologise, <laughs> sir. We all talk over each other. It's all fun. It's all fair. Um, here's how the, uh, the team's lined up if you are interested. 
while Smith was in net for Derby and then it was Smith, Forsyth, Cashin, Sibley, Dobbin, Bird, Hurrahan, Barcues and McGoldrick and Collins. They have got on paper the best team in this league and they are severely underperforming. They really are. But then we were last year, I would say. Yeah. I mean, we've got a very good side on paper, but if you look yeah. at some of their names, and one that stands out for me is um, the the player they had there on the subs bench, Knight, because he has been a beast in my career mode on FIFA. <laughs> Very good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went with Stockdale, Palmer, McGuinness, James, Iorfa, Volks, Bannon, Johnson, Deli Basharu, Mighton, and Smith. So the controversial thing here was Mighton getting played up top. What did you think to that decision? To me, it didn't seem like he was being played up top. It definitely seemed like he was playing the winger role from how I, from when I was watching it. But he he didn't he didn't really get into the game. But then neither did Fizz. Him and Fizz were both kind of pedestrians at, at times and just kind of Mighton was almost chasing things down a lot more but it, it almost seemed like with how Derby had set up defensively as soon as Mighton would get the ball three players would be on him he'd just be crowded and wouldn't have an avenue because almost the players around him for you know the Wednesday players weren't really moving enough for him it, they were all very rigid and just sat back and and it was just all a case of he was trying to be all, you know, dynamic and make runs and everything, and no one was going with him, really. Yeah. Because there mean, were so many crosses that were just going to nobody and just going out the other side for a throw-in. It was ridiculous. Everywhere we were reporting, we were playing 3-4-1-2. Mm. Now, Wednesday don't technically really play that legitimately. It's, it's a lot of folding between positions, you know, and, and players. Because all I remember seeing is because... I've watched I've watched this back, but I was working on the Derby Day, which is which is great. Now we've got a couple of people in, so if I am working, I can uh, I can I can bring this across. But I obviously follow live updates like everybody else when I'm working, and I can't I can't unfortunately watch it live. And I just saw the uproar of like, why is Mayan starting up top? That's all I could see, mm-hmm. and. It just, I think it's crying out for the fact that we then brought Wilkes on for him in the 59th. Yeah. And it's more pressure to Wilkes' bow. You know, like there's, they're adding more. I don't know why I said that like that. I have no idea why I said that. <laughs> it's like I was going for some sort of More pressure to Wilkes' bow. <laughs> yep. More pressure to Wilkes' game, whatever. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> I'm off it. I'm off mine today, Jack. Um, do you think this Wilts conversation is getting a little bit worrying? Or are I, you genuinely concerned about him and, and whether he's good enough? But is this is this genuinely a question about whether yes. Wilts is good enough? Are you not seriously? It? Yeah, people are saying we 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 tried so hard. You're on Twitter all the time. How do you yeah, not see this? But, uh, people are saying we we've tried so hard for Wilts, and now he's just not he's not delivering for us. Well. The man's not played for a season. He's he's played like I can count on how on one hand how many times he's played for Hull City last season. He's had no preseason. Like why oh th- right, this is this is the frustrating thing sometimes about the Wednesday fan base, particularly the online portion of the fan base is and this isn't everybody either, by the way, right? Or any any of you listening at home or anything. It's just it might be some of you, so, we don't know that. It might be some of you, we don't know. But th- 
it's it's how fickle some fans are because they were absolutely loving when they, when he came in finally and when Jake was right after making the seven billion videos about him and <laughs> and they were absolutely in love with the player when he came in and then he's had a handful of games for us more probably now than he played for Hull City the entire of, the entirety of last year and suddenly he's apparently not good enough because he hasn't properly. He's, he will only just now be getting match fitness again. Like, we need to remember that as well. So he won't be mentally making some of the correct calls just of what he needs to do and who he needs to pass to and where he needs to run, all those sorts of things. <laughs> when he was last in League One, he was one of the top goal scorers, I believe. So why can't any... What, what is this issue that Wednesday fans have got sometimes where they don't give people time... I, I don't understand. He's got half a season it to just, pick on. This is exactly. what I keep thinking. It's, it's, yeah. it's barely even December, and we're already asking these questions. It's it's ridiculous, because I, I don't... Honestly, I'm so baffled by the fact that people are actually saying this that I don't really know what to say properly, but... It's because we're doing it, genuinely quite well. We're doing, you yes. Need something to moan yeah. about. Yeah. I genuinely saw... I, I've genuinely seen this. <laughs> People going, when we win, we're not, oh, well, then it's still not good enough. We're not scoring enough goals. And I'm just like, oh, we're winning the game. I do have that argument about England, but I won't say that about Sheffield Wednesday, of course. Yeah, we'll talk about England later Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So all of our Scottish (laughs) listeners, Welsh listeners, you can- uh, You're being being alienated now. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get into the League One review. So- Port Vale, obviously, on Friday night, beat Plymouth at Plymouth's home ground Ooh. 2-0. Bolton 1, Bristol Rovers 1, Morecambe 1, Exeter City 1, Charlton 0, Cheltenham 1, Peterborough 1, Barnsley 2, Ipswich 1, Fleetwood 1, so Ipswich dropping points as well there, that was big. Shrewsbury 2, Lincoln 0, MK Dons 1, Burton 1, Derby County 0, Wednesday 0, as we know. Forest Green 2, Cambridge 1. Accrington Stanley 1, Oxford United 1, Wickham 2, Portsmouth 0. So a good result for Wickham there. Um, Where that leaves us in the table is Sheffield Wednesday are in third on 41 points. Still at the summit because we didn't capitalise our Plymouth Argyle with 43 points. Ipswich Town in second with 42 points. One point between each of the top three there. We are bang on the same goal difference with Ipswich Town, by the way. Uh, We've both got 19 then you've got to go for quite a drop. The team below us are Barnsley. They have got our game in hand, but they are on 33 points. So it's an eight-point cushion at the minute. So that's how annoying it's going to be because if we don't get the top two, I'm telling you, we ain't doing well in the playoffs. I've just got that gut mm. feeling because we're doing so well. It's like that momentum drop you have. Do you remember MK Dons yep. last year? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what concerns me. Um, in the bottom four, we've got Morecambe at the bottom. Burton and MK Dons, they're all on 15 points. The team I've just said, by the way, MK Dons and Forest Green are on 17 points. Forest Green, after beating Cambridge there, it's a bit of a six-pointer. They are potentially in a way of clawing their way back out of this because Cambridge are on 20 points there. So they're three points off, like scrapping back for safety. It'd be interesting to see if they can do it. Come on, the environmentalists. Yes. (laughs) Yes, come on. Uh, can you come tell on, that I've got a geography degree and I'm all about on, the environment? So are they. 
Come on, you bunch of vegans. <laughs> but that is a massive uh, result for them because a lot of people have uh, got their doubts, but, you know, it means they're still, they're not willing to go down without a fight, so to speak, you know? Indeed. So and after the probably longest intro and match review section ever, let's get into the news. Yes. There's some, there's some quick fire news bits, but this one we might talk about for a little bit. Awekwe has been confirmed to be out until early next year. So Darren Moore has confirmed he's had knee ligament damage, no surgery, but he's... He's out until early next year. I think what was being touted, it could be about three months. So that's a big one. You know, centre-backs are a problem area for Wednesday at the minute. And Awekwe being out for that sort of time is not very good because he's mm-hmm. been quite solid in areas. So what, what are your thoughts on this one, Jack? Well, I can tell you, being somebody that has had knee ligament damage before, that is the amount of time that it took me to recover from it. So that's like, there is, I would say there is no chance, little to no chance that he will be back before that three-month time period. So that is probably a good estimate. And I can tell you, it's so painful as well. It's very painful. I had, like, my right knee playing cricket. I had my right knee. It was it was just ballooning because I'd, like, damaged the knee ligament in it from uh, bowling. I was going to say, you've damaged it. You're in your early 20s and you're just damaging yourself. <laughs> it's great. You got, it's wonderful. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I remember when you said, I know I don't look 23. I was like, have you, have you, have you got Benjamin Buttons, but Benjamin Button syndrome, Jack? <laughs> Benji Button. Who's, yeah, who's Benji Button? I don't know where I was going with that. I forgot <laughs> the name of it. Right, but like you've had knee ligament damage. You've, you've, you say you look. I know. You say, you say you've, 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 you openly say I look older than I am. Yes. Are you aged in reverse? I must Basically, be. I, I honestly must be. You've got all your injuries I honestly must be. But yeah, I, I do think it's a big loss for us because he was quite a, uh, quite a key figure in the central defence position and maybe that might influence our Jan- uh, January transfer activity but I do think it's a bit of a big loss really because uh, although Mr. Iorfa is making a resurgence now he's coming back to his old ways it seems so far touch we wood just need as they say backs that can defend yeah. and like mm. stay fit like Mark McGuinness who's just one player oh, of the Mark, month what but a man. shut up what a man shut up stop it why are we putting on to, oh, well done, Mark. Yeah. Well done, Mark. Here you go, well, Cardiff. Recall him. He's going <laughs> to be good it. for you now. Stop it. He's been, he's been terrible. He's, he's been woeful. He's genuinely if one you're of the worst Cardiff defenders. City. <laughs> he's genuinely one of the worst defenders he's I've ever seen He's one of the worst play. defenders. He's, he's arguably as bad as Roger Johnson, if you remember him. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you know what? Bring Jay Both- Bothroy back and play him at yes. centre-back over Mark McGuinness. Yes. That's how much... That's how bad that. he is, right? Okay, Cardiff, you need to stay away. Really They're going to recall him. We've but, got like uh, we've got we've got like three weeks left. Don't McGinnis, say that, please. Please don't say that. He wants to stay. He's even openly said it. He wants to stay. He loves it here, and he'd be very open to a permanent move in the summer I, as well. I would, open, I would even do it in January. Open the purse strings. Yes. If they want him back, just buy him. Please, Mister Chancery. No. Please, like. Number one priority is to sign him permanently, please. Dear Lord. Don't, he's only, isn't he only 21 as well? Did I, I read that? 23. Or 23? Let me check. Because I'm sorry, but like, and this is a whole other topic that I was going to even mention. No, he's on. 21, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He's 21 and he's this good. I'm Just sorry, him. but if he is this good now, imagine how good he will be when he's 26, 27. Like, Dear Lord, Mr. Chancery, please. I, oh, 
he's arguably long term and everything. He's the sort of player we need to be going for when we go up as well, because the average age of the squad is 29. Did you know that? It's 29 years old. We need to bring that down to 25, 26, in my opinion. But I don't know. I yes. think 20. I think I think if you the best squads usually are around 27 because you've got the perfect age of experience and prime and that's like sort of you know I think I, I, I don't think it needs to drop that low but mm. yeah I like I like having some experienced heads amongst there but yeah we need to prioritise Mark McGuinness signing another quick fire one Wednesday have got Newcastle United in the third round of the FA Cup this was being confirmed now to be played on Saturday the 7th of January I'm not really happy with this one because this is mm. one we're just going to lose and it's not a very exciting fixture because Newcastle United will be going for this cup so they will probably play quite, stre- quite oh, yeah. a lot of strength in this. Let's not forget how well we did against Southampton's full strength side and arguably with the exception of three or four players that Newcastle have that Southampton don't have the same calibre of player as that we did very, very well against Southampton. It took a lot for them to beat us, if you remember. And we're only in remember, League One, yeah. you know? I don't think they had full, full strength. I'm just but... trying I'm trying to be all Mr. Positive right now because we see a lot of negativity in, in the Wednesday echo chamber. And we need, you know, I'm trying to put out the positivity. Malik Wilkes will be good. Please stop saying that prematurely that he's not as good as you thought he was, you know? I'm trying to put out this wave of positivity. But they're going to beat us. They're going to beat us, aren't they? They're, yes. they're going to beat, yeah. 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 This but is not it's even fine an exciting one. Because that means that Darren Moore can come out with the normal manager talk of, it's fine. We were just, we were prioritizing the league anyway. It I don't doesn't like it when matter. people say that about the FA Cup. No, because the FA Cup That's the, the FA one cup. cup it annoys it's, me with. Yeah. yeah. No, you still, you still, I, I don't care about the Cup as much, obviously, but the FA Cup. I'd love to see Wednesday lift. Absolutely. It's never going to happen because Sheffield Wednesday have yes. given me pain all my life. Right. Owls do a move out on loan. Paolo Aguayas and Jay Glover have joined Belper Town on a one-month loan deal. The Owls duo will immediately link up with the pitching in the Northern Premier League side. So two of our youngsters going out on those uh, one-month emergency loans. Good to see that we're we're using the uh, the non-league system a little bit more. Where is Belper? Uh, it's roundish where I live. It's it's like Derbyshire. Yeah, don't don't dox South yourself. Derbyshire. I don't live in <laughs> South Derbyshire, but it is in South Derbyshire. And in fact, Derbyshire County Cricket Club play a lot of their uh, like games at at Belper, particularly the. Cricket Academy setup for those of you that are cricket listener, cricket listeners, cricket enjoyers amongst the listeners. Um, yeah, Belper, it's a lovely place. It's very, very wealthy, very wealthy. It's like Dor and Totley in Sheffield, but yeah, you can that's always judge the comparison. You can always judge it by its town centre. Oh, it's got a population of twenty one thousand eight hundred twenty two. I wonder how much that fluctuates and they change it. Mm. It's got a nice chapel. It's got a nailer's workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very it's it's that way inclined. It's it's rather horsey, rather rather rural. Yeah, rather... I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Interesting. Um, 
Wow. It's uh, got a lot of mummy and daddy's money. Mummy? Mummy and daddy's money invested in the area. And, uh, you, you know, there's a lot of, lot of triage. Tri- I was about to say triage, but, like, that's emergency, like, accident scene nursing, isn't it? Um, you know, SF's taken this job. Yes. Like, you can see a lot of that with with certain things. Yes. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure I saw someone arrive in a Bentley this morning. Yep, that's that's also what Belper is like. Absolutely, it's rather bougie. Yeah, a bit like Harrogate, you know. My but car yes, makes that's... funny sounds, <laughs> <laughs> and there's 18 year olds rocking up to places oh. in Bentleys. <laughs> you just love to live a life like that, wouldn't you? Oh my word! I don't know oh. because I think I think I if you I think if you're not raised in the right way. You just become an absolute wet wipe. Yes, yes. Whereas, and I knew one at uni. I shouldn't say that on a podcast because uh, you'll probably know who he is. <laughs> but just absolute silver spoon in the mouth. He's not. He's. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm never talking to him again. Don't get me wrong. Uh, some, no, he, he, he a lot of these people me, with this background can be lovely, but some yeah, but are this a bit, guy a bit overbearing. You know, this guy literally yeah. said to me, right? I didn't realize. If you bought food from a shop, it was cheaper than ordering takeaway every day. Did this guy have early onset diabetes? Possibly. Because surely that can't be good for you. Although he was probably ordering like greys and... and as in he genu- greys he as in like... Th- that, I believe he genuinely ordered takeaway every you know, single day. No, yeah, when Grey's was the thing. Yeah. yeah. And all of those all of those upper class bougie, you know, heart cooked salads with 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 herring and uh and uh pheasant and duck. <laughs> Darling. Um <laughs> if you like can, Worko if you like, like Worko impressions, please feel free to leave that in the comments and I and Worko here will proceed to do more of them on future episodes. Um <laughs> I do like a good spread. Don't get me wrong. I Mm. just think, like, I I don't think you can really, in the modern world, I don't think you can really type class people as sort of these sort of things. You know, like, oh, if you like posh food, you must be this way out. I don't think that's reasonable. What I do think is if you're a whole, (laughs) then you it comes across very easily. And I've tended to find that um, there is a lot of them about. Mm Mm-hmm. That yes. uh, think they're better than other people. Yes. But anyway, why did we get anyway, onto that? I don't know because it's talking about Belper, Belper. isn't it? <laughs> I don't even know where it is. They're going to stick out. You could these have... two lads, <laughs> right? These two lads from working class Sheffield are going to stick out like sore thumbs when they go there. Good lord, yeah. bless them. Good luck, lads. Do do us proud in in the non league and all that. Yeah. Yes. Have a have a good. Hang on. Paolo Aguayas is from Sheffield. I don't well, know. I look, don't know if that's accurate. He's mate. in the Sheffield Wednesday Academy. <laughs> therefore, he's one of our own. You know, he might he might have is a it, very South American slash Hispanic. I I'm actually surname and, sure. and first name, but isn't he that lad that we signed? Hang on, hang on. I'm hanging on for dear life. Hang on. The listeners are on the edge of their seat. Hang on. What is Dex going to come out with now? 
He was talking about spreading and then immediately called people holes. And now... I was trying to be culturally sensitive. Yes, he's got dual citizenship. Brazil dual and England. Oh, oh. That's according to Transfer Market. I might be completely wrong. I just remember we had a, we had a phase of signing players for the Youth Academy from South America. Do you remember? We did? Yes. What, what, what year was this? Was this a recent development? Yeah, it was. Oh, I'm not going mental. There was, there was, it was about four years ago, four seasons ago. Oh yeah, no, I do remember that actually. Yeah, a bit like um, what was the lad's name that was meant to be like the Argentine oh, Ronaldo God. or something? Yes, what was his name? And then he 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 got he released. Left. Yeah, <laughs> because he, he just he, he wasn't even he wasn't remotely like shaping up into the. English physicality or, or something. What was his... Oh. I was about to say Alessio de, de Cruz, but that was the Dutch guy that Gary Monk signed on loan for a season. Yeah, he was, he was meant to be yeah. really good as well. Anyway, but should we actually anyway, get into the news? Yes, well, I've realised yes. how long we're doing this podcast and we need to eat at some point. We do. I'm saying that like we're going to dinner together. Oh, how darling. Well, we'll go oh. in Belper. I'm sure we'll we get will. a warm reception. Oh, yes. <laughs> Malcolm Mbowe from Crystal Palace to Sheffield Wednesday. January, this is from Football League World. Quote, January is fast approaching and it would be no surprise to see Sheffield Wednesday take to look to take full advantage as they try to catch up to League One top two at Switch Town and Plymouth Argyle. Okay, that's a lot of article filler. Did you write the questions on this or is this from the article? Uh, this is from the article and I, I will make a comment as well that I just love how every single Football League World article always sounds like it's a movie trailer January is fast approaching and it would be no surprise to see Sheffield Wednesday look to take full advantage as they try to catch League One top two Ipswich Town and Plymouth Argyle do you know what I mean it's it, it they all yeah. they all sound like this and then it's all punchy like Movie trailer. Anyway, I'm waffling. I'm sorry. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm just letting you go, man. I'm um, letting you go. It's is it- nice to, to have someone take away the madness in it, not just uh, <laughs> be Jake l- l- wondering why I'm mental. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're asking a lot of questions in there. I thought these might be your questions because I've clearly checked oh. this article, but I, I just trusted that you put it in. So, okay. Uh, there's the question over whether he would be a good fit for the squad. We don't need to take anybody else's thoughts. Do you know much about this, lad? Abby away. Not, not particularly, but I trust Darren Moore's judgment. <laughs> and do, you want be, do you want us to both be honest with this one? I yeah. have no idea who I, he is. No, I, 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 just, I just think that Crystal Palace has got an excellent academy. So, so excellent that they've stolen one of the highly rated Reading Academy players, Eber- uh, well, no, I was about to say Eze, but no, it's the, it's the French lad that's actually English, but he decided to play for France. At Josh Laurent. So. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, they do have an excellent academy, no, of course. Elise, uh, what? Um, because did Elise come from I just, Reading as well? I just, I just trust that, that Darren Moore has got the right man here because he hasn't really let us down so far, if I'm being honest, to quote Neil Warnock. He started a podcast recently, you know. Yeah. Neil uh, Warnock. I saw that. With David Prutton, of all people. By the way, I was right. Elise also did the same thing. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, because Michael Elise. Yes. Yes. I was just thinking I was going mm-hmm. mental there because she said Laurent, and I was like... Yeah, Josh Laurent has gone there as well, I think. Yeah, but, Eli- but Elise, he's, he was born in Hammersmith, but he's mm. he's plays for the France under-21s. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Let's read his FIFA card, because that's what we always oh, do. yes, the FIFA card. He's a 65-rated right midfielder, mm-hmm. 77 pace, 60 shooting, 60 passing, 68 dribbling, 37 defending, and 49 physical. I will read from the Football League World article that says, and quote, though he's a left-footed winger that favours the right flank, Eboe prefers to stay really wide before cutting in and either delivering a cross into the box or driving at defenders. His combination of quick feet and powerful physique can make him a tough player to stop. End quote. So he's uh, he's got... Does he... He's a winger. Sounds a bit like Wilkes, really. He's a winger. Yeah. We don't necessarily play with wingers. This is what we've been saying whenever we say, but this is this more things that is might and off? Uh, maybe, maybe not, but I, we haven't heard a lot from Mighton publicly in the press, etc., in the media, and all, all we have to go off really is that training, the pre-match training video that they did the other day, and he seems very happy. He seems yeah. he seems happy to be here, but again. Nothing is ever guaranteed in football, to use that term, that everybody keeps using so willy-nilly all the time. Um, And he might be off. He might well be off, because for whatever reason. I mean, it doesn't seem like his attitude's a problem, like a certain other winger that we had on loan last year for a certain amount of time that then went to MK Dons and is now at Blackpool, I think. Cough, cough. Um... (laughs) Um, but, but, uh, I just think that we're not very high in number in the winger department, and this is probably solving that issue, you know, because maybe we haven't been playing wingers because we haven't got that many wingers in the club in general that are ready for first team football. So maybe that was why we've not played wingers for a while and why we got one in on loan in the form of Alex Mighton and why we signed Malik Wilkes. But, I mean, but he's playing Malik Wilkes as a forward. They've, good sorry, point. Striker. Good you, you point, know, like, actually. So that's, that's, my, that's my take on that one. With yes. this lad, anyway, Aboe, he's, he's played three times as sub-appearances for Palace this season in the Premier League. He obviously played for Dart. He's only 19, so he does need some experience. But would he drop down? At would 19 it, years old, I think he probably would. I th- I th- yeah, so, so do I, but would... Palace want him to, if they're bringing him on as a sub, would they want him to go somewhere in the championship maybe, kick on faster? It's, I, don't, I don't know. It, um, hmm. It'd be you interesting did, to see how yeah. it plays, plays out, really. Barry Bannon this week has uh, been speaking to the star and he's been talking about how he's doing his B licence and would like to be a coach. Do you think Barry Bannon would be a good coach in the future, Jack? Absolutely. I, I really do think so. I, I mean, I know he's, I've read the article myself and I know he said that um, he actually wants to be a manager one day and stuff. And I think that yeah, sorry, that would yeah, be an excellent coach manager. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're the same thing, really. Head coach, manager, there's the traditional managers phasing out of the game now. But um, anyway, I don't know why I said that. But um, yes, I, I do think that Barry Bannon would make a, a very good manager one day. He's definitely lost his um, 
hot-headedness where, you know, he just was running around the pitch just screaming at everybody and not actually offering a lot of, like, uh, constructive pep Criticism. talks or anything, criticism, yeah. whatever. He was I, just... I quite enjoyed how he screamed at Joe Wildsmith once. Oh, yes, the QPR funny. game. I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah. That's crap, Joe! <laughs> no, he didn't say everybody... that. Did he not? No. He said, you're... Uh, uh, oh, Joe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. Yes, very well. Because it was the COVID way too times. too high pitched on his accent there as it well. Was, by the way, oh. I'm deducting points. Oh, too high pitched. I thought he, I thought he had a high pitched little voice because he's a little he's, wee man. He's, no, no he's, <laughs> Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ, Jack. <laughs> what? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> he's got. He's very soft spoken. Is Baz. Apart from when he's screaming. Apart from when he's screaming at people. And when I I remember very well, there was a TV game. I think it was that same year. And and he was screaming at Liam Palmer and it focused in on Liam Palmer. And it it showed him clear as day. Say F off, Baz. You see you next Tuesday. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, I like that. I've never, you know what? And I just thought it was hilarious. I've never heard that anagram for that word. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, but yes, I, I do think he's, I think he's lost that hot headedness now and he realizes it's probably since he became a dad, I think that he's realized you can't always lose your head. You need to, you need to offer a bit of like constructive criticism. And I think that becoming the captain of Sheffield Wednesday is probably what has offered a lot of development in this regard, because I, he, he seems like he's a real solid character who actually does enjoy building up the younger players. Like you saw how much he was taking Alex Hunt under his wing before he was sold to Grimsby and stuff. And I, I, I just, I think he'd be a very, a very good manager one day personally, but maybe he's the next Lee Bullen. You know, that Jack. Yes. Am I waffling? You've got a backup, haven't you? Yes. Of course I have. Good. Um, I've been an idiot. You've not hit record. You've you've muted my source, haven't you, for the whole for the no, whole thing? No, no, no. You, the first one was right for the first time in ninety four episodes. Not, you've I've not, not hit, record. hit record. Have we been speaking yeah. all of this time and you've not hit record? <laughs> I've got my audio. Okay, good. But but uh, this lovely setup we've done here. This is an audio oh, podcast now. I'm going to keep it. that in. Oh yeah, please do. This is hilarious. This is absolutely hilarious. If you want to talk about like how it's fine, we can ah. just have little. We can just have little talking heads for the for the image, and it's going to be glorious. And yes, you, know. you can give me your AI photo. I'll put that in. Yes. Oh yes. Yes, please I can. Doing that. Pay artists. Yeah, and, uh, of course I will. I just I saw everybody was hopping on the trend, and I thought I'll do it as well. And I actually thought the photos it well, produced the were really is, cool. Is they're stealing but... assets. Are they? So yeah, that's the big thing with it. They're stealing assets. But anyway, Barry Bannon anyway, would make Barry Bannon, a uh, yes, maybe a the next Lee Bullen. Who knows? Interestingly, you find more out about how somebody somebody's coaching style. Really, I think mm. when you uh, when you you look at them. You you've seen them be a captain at a club such as Wednesday, and then you're like, oh, will oh. they uh, will they play a certain way and take inspiration from their managers? So he he said he'd love to manage Sheffield Wednesday one day. So oh. we'll see if that ever happens. The uh, Cheltenham match has been rearranged for the FA Cup with Newcastle 
So it was on the 7th of January, but it's now going to be on Tuesday the 24th of January at 7.45. Nice. That's just a little bit of news for you. Ooh, could Callum Patterson be going to Hearts? There is interest in him. There is. There is. I did abbreviate the title to something more short and snappy because the title of the actual article, no offence, Mr. 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 Alex Miller, but it was very long-winded, not very punchy for a podcast, so I so it was abbreviated to Callum Patterson to Hearts. What? Um So I'll read from the article here. Of course. A report by Football Scotland suggests that the 28-year-old is of interest to Hearts, who have floated his name as a potential addition as time edges closer towards the winter transfer window. It is made clear that to report that no approach has yet been made to Wednesday. However, it remains unclear whether the Owls would entertain any January interest. Patterson is out of the contract, out of the contract, out of contract at the end of the season, and it's suggested... It could well be that the Edinburgh side wait out the situation in an attempt to sign Patterson in a free transfer. I'm going to end quote that there because they wouldn't need to wait it out. It's Scottish side. They could just approach him in January. So do you think that will happen is my question. Um, Potentially, because... Although, you see, you've got to think of all aspects. We know very well that Mr. Patterson is very well engrossed in living in Sheffield and whatnot, and very very much settled with his new wife. Congratulations, by the way, if you're listening, Callum. Um, And they're very well engrossed in the living in Sheffield lifestyle, and to sort of upheave that and skedaddle back to Scotland when they've just got settled might be a bit of a bad move in his mind. But this is football. Things happen. And with 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 the sort of amount of playing time that he's been getting this season compared to other seasons, um, maybe he might just want that fresh start and to go back to his homeland. But who knows? Who knows? I can see it happening, but it's up in the air, whether it will or not, I think, really. I think he'll, he'll wait around to see his options at the end yeah. of the season, personally. I'd, uh, I'll probably talk about, we've got some episodes of Christmas, we'll probably do a bit of a talk about who should stay, who should go, all of that that, that fun, fun, fun nonsense that we'll be talking around about that time. But let's talk about a little bit something in the immediate future. Wednesday's next match on the 10th of December is Exeter City. Now Exeter City currently sit 11th in League One. Their last match was a one-all draw at Morecambe. They have got a home record of 5-1-4. 16 points and an away record of 2 4 4 10 points. So, not only a couple of matches in that. Jay Stansfield has got four goals for them. He's a forward. Sam Nom has got eight for them. So, they are the players to look out for. What do you think about Exeter coming up, J- uh, Jake? Jack? Excuse me. I don't have a mohawk and I don't have, I don't have a daughter. Gah! That you know Who do you of. think I am? That I, what, that I know of. What, who, what kind of. Who do you take me for, James? Good, good God. Anyway, Jay Stansfield has got a very good FIFA card. Got 83 potential. So I'd sign him up if I, if I was Darren Moore. But anyway, Morecambe. Um, ex- I, why did I just say Morecambe? Exeter City. It's Exeter City. It's not Morecambe. Um, <laughs> it's because they last played Morecambe. You, yes, going. you just said Morecambe the, the last... Yeah, yep. that's why that was in my head. Um I just, it's going to be interesting to see how we play against Exeter City when comparing to the Derby County game because I feel like there's almost a lot less pressure in it, really. We've got the cushion now of the eight points, like you said. We're two points 
off being level with Plymouth at the top. So a win would put us top, should the results in those games go our way. But we've once again also slightly put ourselves at the mercy of other results, which is what Sheffield Wednesday seemed to love to do over the last few years. Um, and I just sort of think it's it's going to be a very interesting affair, I think. But 2-0 Wednesday. Never do yeah. that either. 2 0 Wednesday. Yeah. We mm. need to we'll kick back. There'll be that there'll be that hunger to get back. There will. There will. There's it seems like they prefer to have the hunger to get back rather than the than pouncing on the bite of it's in our hands now, almost. Do you know what I mean? They seem to motivate themselves more when they've lost the chance of having something in their hands and they've got to it's almost like a I, I don't know how to Give phrase this. something to play for. Yes, exactly. Exactly. For yeah, the bounce backs. The bounce back bite is bigger. Yes, basically. it seems. Yeah, looking at looking ahead to it, it's uh, it's going to have to be a solid one for 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 Wednesday just to get the fans back on side after a nil nil with Derby County who got relegated last season. Come on, sort it out. But yes, can I, I just say there. as well something that I found hilarious in that game is the Derby County fans were all singing. We sent you down. We sent you down. And it's like, guys, look at where you are. You're down as well. Do you not, yeah. do you not remember that? And you're lower than us in the league. Yes. <laughs> and then the Wednesday fans just returned fire by saying, you're staying down. <laughs> Which is always And it was fun. just, it was great. It was great. Honestly, it was the, the atmosphere. I've never, no- it's, it's literally like, Anfield in the respect of there'll be like 30 seconds of song and then it's dead quiet for the rest of the game in the home end it's it was it was quite remarkable to see considering that was like the two big teams of League One and they weren't there, there was no what you know it was it was mental it was mental I'm <laughs> I'm just re I'm just renewing this whole thing of who what fan base can can work out off on the podcast again. And oh, I've for now God's added sake, I've Jack. now added Darby to the list. There we go. You've also added me more editing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to wrap the podcast up. This was me getting my own back at you by by you not recording on OBS today. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Oh, well, yes. no, I, I was about to say I'm going to wrap it up here because I'm going to have to do an old-fashioned edit now because I've been oh. a smooth brain. Yes. Um, for the first, you know, I've never done that in anything. In anything, I have never just forgot to press record. <laughs> I think it's because I was showing you the the new way of doing things. Yeah. That I then just didn't do it. Yes. So <laughs> that is hilarious. Fantastic. By the way, <laughs> that is is so funny. But uh, when did you have a potty mouth? Um, we're about probably an hour five in. It's towards the end. Uh, yeah, it was an end. hour three and about thirty-ish seconds. I mean, it doesn't really matter at this stage because I put. I always put. We do a bit of light profanity in this podcast, oh. but uh, just to just to please the YouTube gods, I don't mess of with course. it really. So yes, that is all I've got for this week's talking Wednesday. Unless you've got anything to add, Jay, Jack. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, we're just so common, right? Yes. Every every it's name begins the, with the yeah. J's. Yeah. Go on, carry on. So, Jack, no. have you got anything to add this week that you just might have done, and we've decided that we're going to talk? We're, we could talk for hours about it, so we're going to save it for a podcast over Christmas. Go ahead. Why, James? No, no, I have not. Wonderful. Yes. Well, um, spiffing. I, some might say in Belper. Well. <laughs> 
the bell peas are coming for us. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> but um, I hope you all have a lovely week. You'll see a lot more of uh, this Scrappy Doo character for for a while to come. Is that is that still going on? Is the Scrappy Doo thing still? I do see it. That, so yes. Mm. Fine, fine. But for now, guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Oh, that's not my exit. You have thrown me off massively today, man. Yes. That's my channel send-off. Not the podcast send-off. Oh, dear. We'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. We will. See you later.